section thirty of the theory and practice of brewing this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the theory and practice of brewing by michael cumbrun section thirty of the disposition of the warts when turned out of the copper the thickness they should be laid at in the backs to cool and the heat they should retain for fermentation under the several circumstances when a process of brewing is regularly carried on with two coppers the warts come in course to boil as the extracts which form them are produced it would be tedious and unnecessary to describe the minutest parts of the practice which in some small degree varies as brewing offices are differently constructed or the utensils are differently arranged without the assistance of a brew-house it is perhaps impossible to convey to the imagination the entire application of the rules before laid down but with one i hope they need little if any farther explanation the warts when boiled are musts possessing an intended proportion of all the fermentable principles except air this was expelled by fire and until their too great heat is removed cannot be administered to them in musts which spontaneously ferment the external air excites in their oils an agitation which heating and opening the pores of the liquor expands and puts in action the internal air they possess the case is not exactly the same with regard to those musts which require ferments the air wanted in boiled warts must be supplied by the means of yeast was the heat of the wart such as to occasion the immediate bursting of all the air bubbles contained in the yeast an effervescence rather than a fermentation would ensue now a heat superior to eighty degrees has this effect and is therefore one of the boundaries in artificial fermentation forty degrees of heat for want of being sufficient to free the air enclosed in the yeast bubbles and to excite their action is the other within these limits must the wart be cooled to and the precise degree which varies according to the different circumstances they are in and to the intent they are to be applied to is together with the means of procuring this heat the purport of this section warts when in the copper boil at a heat somewhat superior to that of two hundred twelve degrees the more this is exceeded the stronger the liquor is the instant the wart is suffered to go out of the copper it loses more heat than in any other equal space of time after it has been exposed to the air in the course of the natural day or in twenty-four hours the heat of the air varies sometimes especially in summer as much as twenty degrees if the wart after having reached the lowest heat in this interval was suffered to remain in the coolers till the return of a greater in the air it would be influenced by this increase expand and be put in action and 
should there be at this time any elastic air in any part of the coolers which sometimes happens either from the sediment of former warts from the backs not being clean swept or from the wood being old and spongy the warts supposed to be left to cool will by receiving the additional heat from the air and blending with the incidental elastic air adhering to the coolers bring on in a lower degree the act of fermentation an accident by the artist called the backs being set for this reason a wart should never be suffered to lay so long as to be exposed to the hazard of this injury which generally may happen in somewhat more than twelve hours thus we are directed to spread or lay our warts so thin in the backs as they may come to their due temperature within this space in summer it is sufficient if the backs be covered in winter a depth of two inches may oftentimes be allowed with safety from the inclination of the coolers or backs to the place where the warts run off from their largeness or from the wind and air warping them a wart seldom perhaps never lays everywhere at an equal depth and cannot therefore become uniformly cold in the same space of time this renders the use of the thermometer difficult though not impractical to supply the want of this instrument with some degree of certainty the hand intended to feel the warts is brought to the heat of the body by placing it in the bosom until it has fully received it then dipping the fingers into the liquor we judge by the sensation it occasions whether it is come to a proper degree of coolness to be fermented as the external parts of our bodies are generally of about ninety degrees of heat some degree of cold must be felt before the warts are ready for the purpose of fermentation but that degree varies for different drinks and in different seasons i will endeavour to point out the rules to form a judgment for the heat of small beer warts a greater precision both for that and for other drinks will be found in the following table in july and august no other rule can be given than that the warts be got as cold as possible the same rule holds good in june and september except the season is unnaturally cold in may and october warts should be let down nearly thirty degrees colder than the hand in april november and march the warts should be about twenty degrees colder than the hand and only ten in january february and december it may perhaps be thought that the heats here specified are great but warts cool as they run from the backs to the working tons they are also affected by the coldness of the tons themselves and perhaps these circumstances are not so trivial but that an allowance should be made for them in general the heat of no must should exceed sixty degrees because fermentation increases this or any other degree in proportion to that under which this particular part of the process begins to render the thermometer more useful and to suit it to our conveniency 
we have before supposed every first mash for common small beer to be made at four o'clock in the morning in this case and where the warts are not laid to cool at more than one inch in depth the following table may be said to be a measure of time the first and last warts for this drink should be let down at a table shewing nearly the times the first and last warts of common small beers should be let down in the working tons supposing the first mash of the brewing to be made at four o'clock in the morning and no uncommon change happens in the heat of the air air thirty first wart three o'clock second wart five o'clock air thirty-five first wart three and a half o'clock second wart six and a half o'clock air forty first wart four and three-fourths o'clock second wart eight o'clock air forty-five first wart four and three-fourths o'clock second wart nine and one-fourth o'clock air fifty first wart five and one-half o'clock second wart eleven and a half o'clock air fifty-five first wart six and a half o'clock second wart one and a half o'clock air sixty first wart seven and one half o'clock second wart two and a half o'clock air sixty-five first wart eight o'clock second wart two and one half o'clock air seventy first wart eight and a half o'clock second wart three o'clock air seventy-five first wart nine o'clock second wart three o'clock air eighty first wart nine o'clock second wart four o'clock small beer warts being nearly alike in consistency the necessary variations from this table must be less frequent it is true some difference may happen from the exposition of a brew-house or from other circumstances admitting more or less freely the intercourse of the air and be such as might alter upon the whole the time set down in the preceding page brown beer warts which are more thick and glutinous and especially amber warts which are stronger still will require other and longer terms to come to their due temperature to be fermented at but when once observed and noted according to various degrees of heat in the air at eight o'clock each morning the conveniency of these observations must be such in this business which requires long watchings and attendance that no arguments are necessary to recommend what is rather indulgence than industry a table shewing the degrees of heat warts should be at to be let down from the coolers into the working tons according to the several degrees of heat in the air heat of the air twenty five common small seventy five all keeping beers fifty nine amber or ales fifty five heat of the air thirty common small seventy all keeping beers fifty six amber or ales fifty four heat of the air thirty five common small sixty five all keeping beers fifty three amber or ales fifty three heat of the air forty common small sixty all keeping beers fifty amber or ales fifty two heat of the air forty five 
common small fifty five all keeping beers fifty amber or ales fifty one heat of the air fifty common small fifty all keeping beers fifty amber or ales fifty fifty five and sixty heat of the air in these cases when the medium heat of the air is greater than that which the warts should ferment bring them as near as possible to their temperature it has been observed that the coldest part of the natural day is about one hour before sun rising the consequences of warts being set to ferment at in an undue heat are the following in strong beers or such as are intended for long keeping if the warts are too cold a longer time is required for their fermentation and the drinks grow fine with more difficulty if on the contrary they are too hot acidity and a waste of some of the spiritous parts must ensue either of these disadvantages appears more conspicuous in common small beer as in winter this drink is seldom kept a sufficient time to correct the defect and in summer from being too hot it becomes putrid or in the terms of the brewery is hereby foxed End of section thirty